The Pittsburgh Steelers have completed their 53-man roster. All the roster cuts have been made. We have some surprises. Five running backs are with the team when you include Derek Watt as the fullback. And only four cornerbacks. What does all that mean? Who are the players they all kept? And what do the Steelers do next? And we get some projections in on the NFL season where we see each division playing out. And I say we because I'm joined by D9 and Pietro and Josh Axelrod here on the Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is Wednesday, September 1st. We've made it to September. Football is upon us. It is here. Yeah. We have one more week. (laughs) <laughs> we still got another week until uh, the first, like the, the season opener between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. We'll get to that in just a bit. But joining me as always on Wednesdays, we have Dean, I am Pietro uh, here from Channel 11, WPXI, and Josh Axelrod from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. As you know, we are the C, the I, the A, the agency. Bringing it to you hard and fast here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, which you can download anywhere, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Odyssey, as well as YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching us here. Share it with your friends. Helps us grow a lot faster. And rate us five stars with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts, and you get a special shout-out at the end of the show. Now, all that being said, guys, the 53-man roster was released at 4 p.m. Tuesday, and there were a couple of surprises, I will say. Now, one thing that nobody should be surprised at and someone like, I forget who tweeted this, but they were like, sources say that Dwayne Haskins has made the roster. And I'm like, no, really? Like, like we all didn't know that that was going to happen. Now, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Ruff, Dwayne Haskins, your your your, your quarterbacks. Uh, wide receivers, no surprises there. Uh, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Ray Ray McLeod, Jesus Smith, Houston, James Washington. Um, tight ends, Eric Ebron, Pat Fryman, Zach Sentry. All the offense right there. That makes sense. The offensive positions that caught me off guard, eight offensive linemen and five running backs. The team let go of Rashad Coward and B.J. Finney, which one of those guys may come back as, you know, later when they do some more cut, when they do some more maneuvering. But, I mean, that leaves them really with J.C. Hossenhauer. That means who he beat out B.J. Finney at center. Um, J.C. Hossenhauer and Kendrick Green as your as, as your centers. And then Trey Turner and Kevin Dotson as your guards, and then and that's that's a that's slim. I mean, you got basically one guy in J.C. Hassenauer who's going to jump in as a guard in that situation. Maybe they can bring in a guy uh, extra there um, off the practice squad, um, and then you got your offensive tackles. But really, I think the big situation is all f- five running backs are were kept. You, we all talked about this going into camp, right? We knew Jalen Samuels wasn't going to make the cut, but. Najee Harris had to make the team. Derek Watt had to make the team. Kalen Balazs played his way into the number two running back spot. So then we were like, okay, well, who's the third halfback, right? Between Anthony McFarlane or Benny Snell. Some people said Benny Snell because he he was he was a you know he's a guy that they, they picked a couple of years ago. Mike Tomlin's always liked him. Anthony McFarlane because he's Matt Canada's guy and he's he's more of a trickster. Trick question. They're both on the team. Dean, did you agree with this move? Like, what did how how did you feel about this? Um, we'll get into the totality of it too. When we talk about the defense, the surprises aren't even so much who was cut, but who was kept. Like you said, 
And I've got a real big feeling that the 53 that we're seeing right now is not going to be the 53 on opening day, September 12th. They, yeah, Snell's, I think, going to be the odd man out eventually. And because Snell and Balazs do the same things, and Balazs is better at it. Yeah, and I agree. So that's cut and dry, and Snell didn't show anything in the preseason. He had a good 17-yard run, but he was hurt too much. I mean, I think that's just – and that's not that's not a bad thing on him. It's just it's just the unfortunate luck of part of it. But, hey, he made the initial roster. That gives him more time to prove himself, and, and at least he's bought himself that. Here's where the concern is for me is looking at that offensive line. Um, the people they kept and the people they cut tells me that Zach Banner's not ready to go. Hey, interesting they take kept there. Egg, yeah, they kept Hag. They well, might they, be, they, they might kept... be chooks to the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, filling they... for Banner. I mean, it doesn't look like based on who they kept I... that Banner's a hundred percent ready to go. I will say this: They kept four interior offensive linemen and four outside uh, offensive tackles. So I think there was there was an even balance there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, and and it's been told in practice. Kevin Dotson told us. Uh, Dan Moore's confirmed us. Dan Moore was playing left tackle while Shakuma Core was Core Four was playing right tackle. Right. Um, but I get the feeling Zach Banner is gonna come back sooner rather than later. Maybe not week one, but maybe week they, one, right? Yeah. Uh so maybe we see something there. But Joe Haig, I think they just needed a fourth tackle because if if Zach Banner does have a problem and then they're one injury away from having no offensive tackles and that would mm-hmm. be a disaster. So um also and that's why it was interesting why they only kept eight linemen in general. Um Josh, we'll get to you in a sec. I just want to go over the de- defense real quick. Eight defensive linemen kept Tyson Olulu, T- Isaiah Bugs, Carlos Davis, Cam Hayward, Isaiah Loudermilk, Henry Mondo, Stefan Tuitt, and Chris Wormley. That's an insanely deep crew. That's that that's a surprise to me because that's another spot where you know what they are deep at li- at defensive line. They might not have needed to keep a Carlos Davis, but they did. And along with keeping 10 linebackers and only four cornerbacks. Josh, do you think four cornerbacks? is too risky of a move or do you think that that's where they're seeing we're seeing the future move coming uh if that's not where the future move is coming uh they really need to think about how they allocate their resources yeah four cornerbacks is not going to cut it we've been talking all season about how the Steelers are have a lot of top line talent at most positions including in the secondary that was always the the thinnest and somehow it just got thinner so yeah Colbert's got to start looking who got cut and who might be able to come in and excuse me if not if not be a starter at least provide some depth like that secondary needs all the depth they can get if one if Hayden god forbid Joe Hayden goes down like I I don't even know who else would step up at this point I also just wanted to mention on the defensive line I'm assuming keeping all those guys probably means two it's not ready to start the season right like that's that's what that's the main signal on that which he's I had agree. A, I would agree. He's obviously had an extremely rough offseason for many yes. reasons. Yes. So uh, no one's going to blame him if he's not ready to go week one. So yeah, if that's if if, if keeping the extra defensive lineman was for those purposes, that that makes total sense. And uh, guys, I just want to make sure we, we catch this. We kind of glossed over one major cut being punter Jordan Berry. Ah, we were getting there. We were getting there. We were getting I, there. I, I, I just wanted to be the, the first one to say it. We got chunky punter guys. 
Chong, it's chalky. Chong, chong, chong. It's chalky puncher season. <laughs> Presley Harvin, let's Presley go. Harvin. Let me tell you, that dude has a leg. It's ridiculous. It's like he has a cannon in his mm-hmm. leg. It's a uh, no surprise that happened. But I do think Jordan Berry played his way into saying, "Hey, NFL teams, if anyone yeah. needs a punter, oh, yeah. he might be one of the first people." Oh yeah, no, no, nothing against Jordan Berry. He he yeah. did. He was very solid for us. I know mm-hmm. that people talked about the special teams and that he might. That the Steelers needed to at least look into another guy, and Presley Harvin beat him out fair and square. Yeah. And Jordan Berry will get a chance, but also, guys, Presley Harvin is already a living Steelers legend. Oh, this is goodness. so yeah. exciting. Yes, it is, it is crazy. It is crazy. Now, I, I will say, um, you know, looking at the last thing I wanted to talk, I, I didn't want us to miss here before we go to break. Uh, they only kept four edge rushers, but it wasn't. If you had talked to me back in, you know, April after the draft. I would have said, okay, yeah, this makes sense. But then Melvin, and I was like, okay, so then it's going to be between Cassius Marshall, Quincy Roche. Both of them got cut uh, for Jameer Jones, who really showed up strong in training camp and in the preseason. So congratulations to Jameer Jones for winning a tough roster spot in a, in a, in a packed linebacker. And they kept six off ball linebackers, uh, which is very interesting because Ulysses Gilbert and Marcus Allen being both on the list. I thought one of them might get the ax, uh, you know, maybe Robert Spillane with how bad he played, but I think he's still there. The better option of those three. So there's that. I want to get you guys' thoughts on what the Steelers need to do next. The most We'll do that on the other end of the break. But first, got to tell these our fans about betonline.ag. It's that, that, that time of the year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updates on odds, pro, props, and contests, including the half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open right now at BetOnline. Head to the website to use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo which is make a bet on the thursday september 9th season opener between the super bowl champion buccaneers and the dallas cowboys if you lose your wager will be refunded up to 20 five dollars bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football to basketball to boxing to right down to horse racing don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with DNI and Pietro and Josh Axelrod. We are keeping it rolling. Um, let's finish out some thoughts here on this roster. Now, four safeties, totally predictable. Uh, you know, four corners, not so predictable. To me, that is the biggest addition this team needs to make is to go find a slot corner. Jimmy Moreland, a guy cut by the Washington football yep. team. That's the guy. Tons of <laughs> slot experience. That's the guy I think that they, they need to go after. He's a vet. You could plug him in. Maybe he's even good enough to say, hey, Cam Sutton, bump back outside, and the depth is there again. Because they let go of Arthur Mollette. Antoine Brooks is, is hurt. So Cam Sutton right now is your only slot option. That will not fly mm-hmm. in, the, the closer they get to the season. They tried trading over there. He's learning, but he's a seventh-round rookie. That's not something that, you, that he, you easily adapt into being a slot cornerback. So that's my – top top concern there would you guys agree or do you think offensive line takes precedent in that situation oh no the secondary <laughs> still the secondary. You, okay i think if you got a decent enough veteran guy like that you want to bring him in for mm. sure absolutely um the offensive line is a concern yes uh with with banner's health being a question mark 
Um, but we knew of those concerns. We've known those concerns the whole time. It just seems like the secondary has been a, like, oh, Nelson's not coming back. Oh, you know, we didn't sign Hilton. Okay. Um, you know, so it's like, what, what's going on there? They, that's still a work in progress. I think they're riding the offensive line as they have it, unless some surprise solid name is out there. Um, that's it's it's going to be ride or die with them. Yeah, the thing about the offensive line is obviously, obviously, I've I've talked about in the past that they're a little shakier than other Steelers positions, but they have bodies at least. So if guys goes goes down, there are at least warm bodies waiting for them. Mm. This the secondary doesn't have that. They just have four guys. That's not enough for an NFL secondary. I mm. know uh, J- Jimmy Moreland was immediately like the second that uh, it was Washington that released him. I think right. Mm. Yeah. The second that that happened, I saw people being like Steelers. This is our mm. guy. So uh, yeah, I, I love what you just said. Put him in the put him in the slot. Bump yeah. Sutton outside where it's just which I feel like is more his natural position anyway. So. Yeah, I, I will Fortify say this, that. James, James Pierre has definitely earned spots, the snaps at that outside cornerback mm-hmm. spot. He's looked good. Oh, uh, I don't think he's the problem. The the issue I think, and maybe this is even what they do. Jimmy Moreland comes in and is it's just behind Cam Sutton in the slot, and they they keep James Pierre out there. But then that way, if Pierre or Hayden goes down, Sutton jumps to either of those spots, and then you play Jimmy Moreland, right. and that way you have a bit of a more buffer before you get to Justin Lane. So maybe that's part of the plan. We don't know yet. We will, but we we will the, see. The less Justin uh, Lane, the better. Well, no, I will say this: Justin Lane came on really strong. He played better than he has. Yeah, did he? Like okay, he, so far. Yeah, he's he's he stepped it up in the last mm-hmm. two preseason games and the, the last, I'd say, like four or five weeks of practice. Okay. I've seen him play much stronger and more consistently. So Justin Lane, less and special teams does really well there. So I will say all those th- all those boxes he checked, he earned his roster spot. Okay, uh, sorry so for this, landing, Justin Lane. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, but so offensive line concern, cornerback concern, wide receiver, of course not. Running back, they're full. Uh, linebackers, I feel like they're full there as well. Unless they get another off-ball linebacker, they feel will help in coverage. Um, defensive t- line, they're obviously full. Um, you know, so then it, I guess it all comes down to quarterback. And of course, the big question, guys, Cam Newton was cut by the New England Patriots. Do we do we think the Steelers should sign him? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but in all seriousness, I'm a big Cam Newton guy, but that's just not happening. They, yeah. If they wanted to get him, they would have gotten him earlier. He's going to cost a good amount of money. And he, this is how I saw that situation playing out. It wasn't that Cam Newton was cut by the Patriots because they're like, oh, you can't play here anymore. It was because Cam Newton was, pro- was probably told, hey, man, we're going with Mac Jones at number one. He was like, listen, man, I only got a couple more years left. I want to at least start somewhere. So cut me if I'm not number one. And he probably did that. And, hey, Cam Newton's a former NFL MVP. He's been to a Super Bowl. I get not wanting to wait around anymore and knowing that you don't got a whole lot of time left. But that's why the Steelers ain't picking him up because he ain't going to do that for behind Ben Roethlisberger neither. Um, and the Steelers, I mean, I know people are like, oh, but Mason's not that good and Dwayne didn't show enough. But it's like, listen, you, Cam Newton's going to figure this offense out in like a week. You know, you know, it's isn't, you know, it'd be different if if there's a rush of injuries, like if Ben goes down and then Mason goes down, okay, then, then okay, we, we mm-hmm. take that yeah. whole laugh track right. back against Cam Newton and then mm-hmm. you're on the, but that's if disaster strikes the Steelers are not in a disaster mode at quarterback 
Uh, my, my only Ken Newton take is I hope everyone out there is vaccinated. Ooh. Nice. Shots well fired by Josh well Axel. That's a, that's a good way to end that, 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 that segment too. All right, now let's get to the next part of the show. <laughs> uh, this will play between this segment and our final segment, but we're, heck, we're having fun here. Um, we're going to do division predictions. I want to get all of you guys division predictions here. Let's lead, we're going to lead off with the NFC because that's the one that Steelers Ooh. fans are going to care about the least. So let's lead off with the NFC. NFC East, who you got? What, give me your one through four. Who you got winning and coming in uh, throughout the division? Dean, give me your rankings. Washington. Ooh. Repeat. Dallas. Ooh. Okay. Philly. Giants. Mm, okay. Not a, so not, not a big Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts guy. No. <laughs> Absolutely you think, not. You think Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to carry them dudes? Doesn't matter what I think. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I was to get you, but that was that was good defense. Well done. That, 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 that was that was good defense. Um, Josh, NFC East predictions. That was some Minka Fitzpatrick level defense too. <laughs> um, I think I'm with you on that order, except I'd flip the Eagles and the Giants. I, I I think I think the Giants have. I mean, the Giants came on strong at the end of last season. I think they they have some legitimate talent. Then they 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 they. I mean, they went out. They got Kenny Galladay, right? Like they went out and they got some. Mm-hmm. They got some receivers for Jones and Barkley's back. So I'd like to believe they have more talent than the flailing Eagles right now. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Otherwise, though, I am weirdly have more faith in Washington than Dallas because I've been watching Hard Knocks and Dallas is not <laughs> is, does not look impressive on Hard Knocks at all. And, da- and who knows when we'll see Dak. So yeah, I'm I'm with Dak, you. I'm going to Washington. Dak Dak to me is the key here, but that Washington defense is tough. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe in too many of the teams. I, I have heard really good things on Jalen Hurts though, so I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to go Eagles first place, Cowboys second, Washington third. Whoa! I think, I, I think Jalen Hurts surprising some folks. This year. Whoa! Wow! Uh, but yeah, so that's I'm NFL. saving right. this one. That's a hell of a take. <laughs> NFC North. Packers, I, I'm going first this time. I got okay. the Packers winning it. Bears coming in second. Vikings coming in third. I actually have it just doing what it did last year. Bears are going to be a wild card team, a little bit better than eight and eight. Uh, Packers still run away with the division. Vikings in third. Dalvin Cook, I have a really good year, but that's about it. Lions. <laughs> 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 yeah. D. Um, yeah. Green Bay and Minnesota. Stop scratching your beard. We can hear it. <laughs> Green Bay, Minnesota, <laughs> Chicago, then Detroit. <laughs> okay, so you got the Vikings going over Chicago. Okay, yes. interesting stuff yeah. there. Too much Josh. Dalton, not enough fields. <laughs> That'll change quickly. I'm telling you, Josh. Who you got? Yeah, I, well, I, I guess we're assuming that Rogers stays put this season. So yeah, Pat, assuming that happens, Pat. He's not going. He's coming to the Steelers. Yeah, I didn't say it this time. Dean did. Um, I. <laughs> Assuming that's the case, he baited you, Dean. Assuming, you. That, assuming that's the case, Pack, Packers number one. I, 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 I'm gonna. Ha- if Matt Nagy wants to keep his job, his job, I Fields is gonna play. So I'm gonna have have the Bears at two, Vikings at three because Kirk Cousins is gonna get COVID at some point, and then uh, the Lions and like getting up. Lions possibly getting the number one overall pick in the draft next year. Very possible. Very possible. Yes. All right. Quick, real quick, NFC South. I got Tampa Bay winning it because they didn't win it last year. People forget that. They, mm-hmm. they were a wild card last year. I got Tampa Bay winning it, New Orleans coming in second, and they will earn a wild card in, in, in my book. I, I think that, that I think that J- Jameis Winston is a little bit farther along than people expect, uh, and they still got talent on defense to work with. Um, so there's that. Then I got the uh, 
the the Falcons, then the Panthers. I'm sorry, I just don't believe nothing that Sam Donald's a part of. Go ahead, Josh. Um, definitely Bucks. It's wild just how many players the Bucks are bringing back from that Super Bowl team. All 22 starters has not happened in the modern era. As as I said, wild. Um, I'm gonna give Atlanta number two. I know they lost Julio, but I don't know. Al Pitts. I don't know. They got. I got to root for something with Pitts in the name, right? Uh, and then I, Frank, frankly, I, the Saints seem like uh, kind of a mess at the moment, especially with Michael Thomas being on um, uh, his, his fate being uncertain. And I know Marquez Callaway looks like the second coming of Michael Thomas, but he look, he look good. we'll see. And yeah, Sam Darnold. So yeah, Panthers last. Last NFC division before the next break, NFC West. Wait, Dean, Dean, has, Dean didn't do this out. Hello? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. This is why you shouldn't switch up the order, Dean. You let me do the order, but this is why you get skipped over sometimes. So go ahead with your quick NFC South prediction that no one really cares about. Wow, that's harsh. Uh, Bucks, I care what you think. Thank you. <laughs> the Bucks, definitely. And when I say that Atlanta will be second, I mean second with like six wins. Oh, dang. That and bad. like New Orleans with five Ooh. and Carolina with four. I mean, the, the rest of that division is crap. I don't think it would be that bad, but okay. That's really good. That was quick and fast. Um, all right. NFC West, maybe the best division in football this year. I got, I got this year, it's going to be the Rams at number one. I got the Cardinals at number two hmm. and the Seahawks. And number three, with the Niners still coming in fourth, I think they take a little bit longer to to bring Trey Lance along than than uh, than, than they'd like. Uh, but I, I'm sorry, the Rams got Matt Stafford. They're going to be a better offense this year. They still got a playmaker full defense. Gonna go with those guys, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and now they got an offense that they're not scared to throw the ball a little bit downfield. So that that's where I see this. Dean, give me yours. As horrible as the NFC South is, the NFC West is that much better. Arizona, number one seed in the NFC. Excuse me? Whoa. The Rams, a very close second behind them. Obviously not a number two seed, but they'll be like a game behind them. And then Seattle and San Francisco. Wow, we are polar opposites here. For the sake of my fantasy team, because I took Matt Stafford as my QB, I'm going to have the Rams at number one. I need that to pan out. Uh, probably Seahawks number two. Just let Russell cook. I actually think the Cardinals are the worst team in this division. I'm going to put the 49ers at number three. I think the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan's too smart to, to not eke out more, to not make them competitive, at least with like two functional quarterbacks. And I, there's some bad juju around the Cardinals this year. I don't have any real discernible football reasons for this. I have a bad feeling about them. I also think Cliff Kingsbury is a terrible coach. So that has something to do with it. So Man, I'm putting the you Cardinals came with the fire for the Cardinals. Jeez, what did they do to you? They right. lost they, Super Bowl 43. They are not fun to play with in Madden. They should be more fun. <laughs> that's what it is. He can't win with the Cardinals in Madden. So that's <laughs> they, should be, they should be more fun than this, and they're not. 
<laughs> all right, all right, I get you there. We're going to switch to the AFC predictions in just a second, but first we're going to talk to you guys about DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another device that lets you stream your favorite shows, and then you're watching your sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion. And get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. D-I-R-E-C-T-V. Com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. And we're also brought to you by Built Bar. If you want a healthy t- treat that tastes like a candy bar, Built Bar is the protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry, or orange, or something different like salty caramel, cookies and cream, Rocky Road, or my personal favorite, double chocolate, Built Bar has so many flavors for you to enjoy. And the best part, they're all healthy. They range from 130 to 180 calories. They pack 17 to 18 grams of protein, but they only have 4 to 5 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. That's a tasty and healthy snack that'll save you from eating that snack you'll regret later and stay on task with anyone's diet. Order today and get your favorite flavor delivered right to your door by going to built.com to use promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, all capital letters, all one word, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. And as usual, if we have two back-to-back reads in between the segment, ain't no breaks. We rolling through it. Um, So let's do this thing. Guys, AFC predictions. We will finish with the AFC North predictions. That's what everyone wants to get to. So we're teasing it. Uh, But I want to go. Let's start. Let's start with the AFC East. The Bills were the, are, are clearly the favorites for everyone. They won the division last year. I'll start. I'll say the Bills are definitely coming in first. I I kind of think the Patriots might sneak the Dolphins this year and get that two spot back. They're really confident about Mac Jones. They went and signed a bunch of guys in free agency. Maybe there's some magic with some Belichick there, but Brian Flores has been doing a good job. Jets are still coming dead last. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> Sadly, I agree with you. Um, I think the Bills are the number one overall, by the way. Whoa, then... they're beating out the Chiefs? Yep. That's not, even that, that's not even that hot. It's not that hot. And then, <laughs> I thought it was hot. I mean, who's taking out Patrick Mahomes? Okay, though. Josh Allen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I said. What Did I said. he do that last year? <laughs> no, he's going to do it this year. Okay. Um, the past is in the past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like New England. I like I like them coming up being a wild card team, actually. Um, I, I think their defense is solid, and they've made enough changes, and uh, they just might take some team by surprise. It might take Mac Jones lightly. So Dolphins third, Jets are, you know, an abysmal Detroit-level franchise. Yeah, they'll be competing for that first overall spot again. Um, uh, But, uh, okay, Josh, give me your AFC East predictions. Uh, Bills first, Jets last. And, you know, at a pure spite, I'm just going to have the Dolphins at second and the Patriots (laughs) at third. I want Tua to be good. There is no reason why Tua shouldn't be good. I certainly don't particularly want Mac Jones to be good. So you know what? This is not football analysis. This is just purely what I want. Dolphins ah, number Dolphins number two. Patriots number two. Ah, there it is. Just just get the bias in there. That's all. That, that's all we need with the analysis. <laughs> um, AFC South. This is a little tricky. Um, 
you know, you got a situation here where the Texans are still at the bottom of the barrel, maybe. But the Texans didn't come in last place. It was the Jaguars last year who did. They got Trevor Lawrence, but they lost Travis Etienne to injury. I have to say the Colts are going to come in first place. I do think that they're going to be able to balance things out. Um, you know what? No. What am I thinking? The Titans yeah, what what on earth are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was, was going to check your blood alcohol content. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I haven't started drinking yet tonight, but it's <laughs> yes. right over there. So <laughs> I'm going to do that later. Uh, but no, um, Tennessee Titans, yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize, Jarek Henry. Please do not come and stiff arm me in my going to run you over. He's going to run me over, stiff arm me. I'm just going to be laying there like, eh. Uh, I mean, Julio are going to come for you. Yeah, yeah listen, uh, uh, check yourself. Um, but uh, uh, Tennessee Titans – um, they're, they're definitely my number one seed. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm sorry. I must be drunk. Uh, but the Colts, I think, will be a closer number two than many expect. I really like Jonathan Taylor. Quentin Nelson, they say, is already coming back from injury. Carson Wentz might be back sooner than they thought as well. Darius Leonard's a heck of a linebacker. I think they've got a lot of special things working out there. The big thing here is that both of these teams are just going to beat the tar snot out of both the Texans and the Jaguars this year. I don't think either team stands much of a chance against them. Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, I'm excited for you, buddy, but you got a lot of rebuilding to do there. And the Texans, I mean, they're just the dumpster fire. Yeah, that's uh, this is definitely Tennessee's division for sure. The Colts, I don't have them as a wild card. They'll be second, but I don't have them making the playoffs. And um, it's a tough. The AFC is real tough this year. And uh, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville and Houston might be tied for with like one win each against each other. I don't know. <laughs> I We're mean, having a lot of teams competing for the first overall pick, by the yes. way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the NFL. There are a lot of bad teams. Uh, obviously, obviously, it's the Titans, and there's that, that's just obvious. I'm. I don't understand what's happening in Indianapolis right now. There's so many phantom injuries. There, Ty's out for a couple weeks now. Right. Ty's always out. If you pick Ty Hilton in fantasy, that's your fault. Not, not <laughs> you his. Know it's coming. It's all. At least it came before the season this year. You know, I'm gonna go out on the limb. I think the Jaguars might be better than the Colts. That's my that, that's my go out. That's my go out on the limb pick this year. I think Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence is essentially the second coming of Andrew Luck anyway. So, so he's gonna I, put up phenomenal numbers, but never win. Anything. Exactly, and I think I think the Colts they're gonna have AFC finalists as a banner in the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the that's the banner they hung from the Blake Bortles era. So why not have it for the Trevor Lawrence era too? But no, I just the Colts just they have an aura of a team of a year from hell to me. They they just feel like they're gonna be injury plagued all season. So the Colts are more talent than the Jaguars, but I, I think the Jaguars might surprise some. I think Jaguars are going to take some people by surprise and then maybe sneak a couple extra wins they shouldn't have. So I'm going to go Titans, Jaguars, Colts. It'll be close between the Colts and Jaguars. And then I just, I have nothing good to say about the Texans and I'm not going to say anything at all. Right. All right. We got to, we're running out of time here because we're way over, but real quick, AFC West. I mean, Chiefs, obviously. I have Chargers number two, Raiders number three, Broncos number four. Chargers, a wild card team. I think they're a dark horse in the AFC. Same thing. Chargers are absolutely gonna. They're gonna push Kansas City, but they're just not gonna quite get over the hump with them yet. Definitely Chiefs. Definitely Chiefs first. Definitely Raiders last. Uh, I my only hesitancy with the Chargers is that they're the Chargers, and the Chargers always find a way. The Chargers every season and underachieve because they have so much talent and they can never seem to put it together. 
But I guess if we're just ranking the teams one through four, yeah, the Chargers are at number two. I, I'm just going to have the Broncos over the Raiders because the Broncos have so much more talent than the Raiders. They're just, if Teddy can just give them like a decent quarterback play, like, re- like replacement level, they'll probably be better than the Raiders. But yeah, I'll just pick them over the Raiders just because John Gruden does weird things and I don't trust him. All right. Now we're to the big show, what everyone's been waiting for. AFC North predictions, fellas. Ba, 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 ba. I'm going last with this one. Dean, you mm-hmm. start us off. Sure, sure. Put the pressure on me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's cool. I'm the host. I can do whatever I want. Your AFC North champions for 2021 are your Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh! Ayo. With 10 wins. Ten and seven. Whoa, it's a that's a tight that's a that's a what, ten and seven <sighs> wins the division. This division, you're gonna give all of us a heart attack <laughs> all year. And the Browns and Ravens might both be nine and six or nine. I'm sorry, nine and eight. Um, I'll put the you did Brown- the reverse. You took away a game instead of giving. <laughs> a, yeah, I said, well, that's why that's why the Steelers won. You see, <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> I'll have the Ravens second and the Browns third, but I think the Ravens and Browns both make it as a wild card, and the Bengals will be improved. They may get six or seven wins. All right, all right. Josh, your prediction. Honestly, I I, I agree. I think the Steelers win. I think it's, it's like going it to be really – It to say that. <laughs> it pains me to say it because it goes against all logic from just about every national pundit, but as we've talked about many times, national pundits aren't watching as closely as we are. So – I'm going with the Steelers at number one. I think, I think as long as Ben holds up, I'm I'm fine with that prediction. I going Browns at number two. I do not particularly like the Browns. I think they're overrated, but I think they're probably still a playoff team. The Ravens are another potential season from hell candidate. Like between J.K. Dobbins going down, and I don't know. I think the league. I just don't know if Lamar is ever going to look like he did two years ago again. I think it's going to be real close. Oh, this is going to be a real close division between all three teams. I just think it shakes out Steelers, Browns, Ravens. And then I agree with Dean. The Bengals are going to be competitive. Like they're going to be frisky if nothing else, but I'm not worried about them as like actual contenders. So yeah, that's my month through four. All right. So we got you two both picking the Steelers to win the division. I guess it's up to me to see if we complete the trifecta and I do not. I do not say the Steelers are winning the division. They're going to be tied. Turning your cards. So his Twitter handle is at Carter Critiques. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be tied with the Ravens at eleven and six. Okay. But there's going to be a weird tiebreaker. They're going to have the same division record. They're going to have. I think they're going to have the same like a, like uh, a record against the same teams. They're going to split their division series against each other, and it's going to come down to some weird point tiebreaker. And the Steelers will be a wild card team uh, that everyone's going to feel like, man, that team should be hosting some some uh, some teams. Um, uh, just kidding. The Steelers are winning this division. What do you think I'm doing? I'll get out of here with that. I'm going with 13 and four. I was I've been I've been like real real backing off and like I don't know about this. The Steelers are showing everybody what's going down this year. I, I had some time to rethink this. I also <laughs> think J.K. Dobbins' injury is a lot more impactful to the Ravens than many people thought. Uh, but 
You know, this this team, TJ Watt's going to be back very soon. This offensive line is going to be better than people people believe. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be healthy this year. Najee Harris is going to turn into the best running back in the AFC North. And yes, I, that means Nick Chubb. The Ravens will be close behind. I do think they legitimately will have 11 wins. I think they're still a contender with Lamar Jackson, even with J.K. Dobbins gone. But there's that Gus, Gus Edwards, good player, not enough, I think, to take on the Steelers. The Browns are where the drop happens. I see them going 9-8. and eight. I see them struggling. And it's going to be a rough year for Browns fans who thought they had finally had the super team. Bengals, a little bit better. Six, seven wins. I think they get some of those off of the, the Browns and Bengals. Um, I don't think that happens against the Steelers this year. I think they're tired of uh, – I think they kind of received the message. They got some points to prove this year. And this team's uh, loaded a lot more than people uh, anticipate. So Steelers going to win the division. It's going to be – uh, it's a unanimous it's a trifecta. The CIA, the agency has has we told have spoken. You. We have spoken. This is all. This is us right here. So, guys, we got to wrap it up real fast because uh, I'm way over time. But uh, <laughs> we hope that you've enjoyed the Locked On Steelers podcast on the Wednesday edition. Um, on I'm Chris Carter, your host here on Locked On Steelers at Carter Critiques. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. He's D9PHO at I am Dean16 from Channel 11 WPXI. He's Josh Axelrod from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette at Jaxelberg with an H uh, from Twitter. Follow them. They do great stuff. Check us out in the face Locked On Steelers Facebook group. Remember, rate us five stars with a positive comment on Apple Podcasts, and you get a shout at the end of the show. Thanks to all those who've done that. Be back in years tomorrow with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers.